This episode from the life of Sherlock Holmes will be transmitted to our men and women overseas by shortwave and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Petri Wine brings you... Welcome, fellow Sherlockians. I'm Mike. And I'm Tom. And this is I Heart Sherlock. Welcome back. Yes. We are finally back after a month and three yes. week hiatus. Too long. Too long. Mike was in traction. But no, just kidding. It's, it's, it's a big mountain. It was a big <laughs> hill I fell down. Yeah. We were going to do live from the top of Mount Everest. <laughs> but there's it. no reception up there. There isn't. The, the quickest ascent in history was <laughs> me taking a helicopter up to the top. <laughs> and then falling all the way down. Yeah. Quickest descent. That's true. Lucky I'm alive, folks. Lucky I'm alive. <laughs> um, yep, we've uh, we've had a lot of stuff going on the past month or so. Uh, Tom and myself, various mm. things which have just uh, kind of prevented us from uh, being able to do what we love. But um, we're back on track, bringing you episode 15. Yes. I Heart Sherlock Radio. And we are going to be continuing with our... Uh, Adventures in the Canon with the Rygate Squires, or in other other editions of the story, the Rygate Puzzle, um, as we've seen in the past with titles varying depending on whether they were in a British uh, British magazine or an American magazine. Yeah, it's weird how it does that. It is weird how that works. Um, and then, of course, um, we uh, we're working on the. The, the giant rats, plural, yes. of Sumatra. Still fixing our mistake. Still fixing our mistake. <laughs> um, uh, I'm excited by what I've read. And, um, I'll, and I'll... I've read mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, Tom's uh, Giant Rats, Rat of Sumatra was indeed a book that was released. <laughs> it is a it's book. True. It is out um, there. At some point, people read it and was sold. Um, <laughs> and, and I bought one. And he bought Apparently. one. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> um, in my defense, well, in the book's defense, I bought one from obviously a bargain place that has the dreaded black Sharpie on the bottom. The, the mark of the remainder. The remainder Means mark. I cannot sell this for any type of profit. That's right. <laughs> far as so, they know, Tommy. So far as they know. Hold back, everybody. So you get cannot your, buy my copy. Get your copy me. today. Tommy's got two cases of them. <laughs> All with the black mark. They are thirty cents each. That's it. That's, trust me, folks. It costs us more to ship them to you. <laughs> it's pickup only. It's a, at an undisclosed location. And uh, we give you five dollars yeah. with the book. <laughs> so it yeah. can't beat that, folks. Meet, meet me in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> the windowless van. <laughs> that's right. We've got puppies and candies, folks. I'm just kidding. That's that's terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now, you know, you have a big, big old van full of Sherlock Holmes books, and uh, you lure us in. Traveling bookstore. I like that idea. Yeah, it'd be yeah. pretty cool. There's a, they do them in different places. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, and actually, like, in, like, South and Central America, I don't know what countries, but they have, like, there's some people, they, they travel around on, on donkeys, burros, oh. and they sell books from them. Or it's like yeah. a book library. They pass through a town every X amount of, every week or so. And you pick out a book, you swap it out, 
That's pretty cool. pretty cool. I like that. It is. It's pretty neat. We need some of that around here. I agree 100%. Will and you ever the, see those little libraries? They come little libraries? I have seen those. They're yeah. like, like converted mailboxes yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, for, for <clears> our <throat> listeners who are overseas or not familiar with this, I don't know if it's an international thing. Um, there's something here in America called the Little Libraries. And basically, you can sign up to register for one, and you build it in your yeah. corner of your property. And it's, uh, like Tom just said, it's it almost looks like a converted birdhouse, yeah. uh, but it's for books. And it's it's a free, free little library that anybody can take a book, swap a book, yeah. um, basically encourage community, encourage reading. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of those. I know... Um I forget where in New Jersey uh, there was a, a movie theater we went to, like an independent movie theater, mm -hmm. and they had a couple of them right around, like across the street from the movie theater, some little libraries. That's very cool. Yeah. So we, uh, that would be fun. I agree. That's a, yeah. it's it's cool things to especially like follow different like book book Instagrams and stuff like that. I mean, it's so cool to see what people just do with books. People try to circulate them. Yeah. Get them out to people. It's pretty cool. Um. I think uh, we do have uh, a couple pieces of news we wanted to shout out. Yes, I want to give a special shout out to, um, no last names, but to Davon, who is out there listening to us. Uh, a uh, former student of mine uh, told me how much he was enjoying the podcast. So, Davon, I'm glad you're listening. I hope you keep enjoying that, keep reading. And uh, this is awesome. Yeah, man. Good job, Davon. We appreciate the love. And uh, I think you said Davon bought the Christmas Demon. I, I yeah. He told me he was reading the Christmas Demon, which was uh, I think the first book we it's did. The first together. book we did together. Yeah. So uh, I I think that may be my favorite one. Yeah, that we so read too. Yeah. So I mean, hey, that's look, Davon. Continue with that one if you haven't finished yet. Um, when you when you get to. Um, Dracula, that's good. When you get to the other one, though. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, is that your favorite one? Oh, that's my favorite, yeah. <laughs> my favorite to destroy. <laughs> that's it. You could skip that one, Davon. Don't even worry yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, once you're done, Dracula, <laughs> bypass. Uh, I, I forget Take the a name month of the... off and the what? white worm. The white worm. That's oh, it. yeah, okay. It, See, that's how bad that just was. Skip I'd, it. I skip. forgot all about if it. If you're listening to him in retrospect, just skip that whole month. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you can listen to us. Just don't that's read true. it. That's true, yeah. Just don't read it. Listen <laughs> just, to us. We're yeah. funny. Please, please listen it. to us. We'll keep, we'll keep you up to date, bud. Don't, don't give that guy any money. <laughs> <laughs> keep it in your pocket. That's it. Tell your mom to spend it on something else. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's that's very very cool. We like to hear stuff like that. It's it's very cool when people we 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 don't have in our immediate circle mm. that go. That's really cool. I yeah. like it. Um, I too also have a shout out to share. Um, during their interim here, um, I bumped into a gentleman at a uh, a local brewery that I uh, stop in at sometimes, and I just happened to have my planner out and uh, had the word podcast somewhere on there. And the gentleman next to me is like, you do a podcast? And I'm like, he's like, what's a podcast? I was like, oh, I do a podcast. He's like, you do? I'm like, yeah. He's like, what's it about? And I said, well, I said, my buddy and I, we, uh, we're big Sherlock Holmes fans, and that's what it's about. And let me tell you, folks, his jaw dropped because he's like, no way. <laughs> I love Sherlock Holmes as well. And we sat there having a few drinks together, just... Just really vibing, talking about Sherlock Holmes or other hobbies. That's great. Yeah, his name is Ian. Nice. Uh, hey, Ian. Ian, if you're listening, bud, 
Love you, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for all the love. Uh, Ian walked right up to me uh, last week because he saw me a second time. And he walked right up to me and he said, I love the podcast, man. Oh, he's great. Like, yeah, man. He's like, I listen to it every chance I get. Um, he's like, you guys are great. So, per- right. perfect stranger. Yeah. I was like, heck yeah. So, I think that is now what they call celebrity status. That's I it. Think, I think uh, it's celebrity yeah. status when you, people you don't know are yeah. like, yo, you're awesome. That's right. <laughs> it's very cool. Well, Ian, thank you. Uh, and Davon, thank yes, you. Yes, Davon, thank you. And uh, we will start auctioning off some autographed pictures, I think. That's it. Headshots. That's yeah, it. Yeah, headshots. That's it, man. Uh, we're also going to be release, re, uh, releasing a boudoir calendar uh, for 2024. Yeah, so if you uh, like so. pictures of dressers and nightstands, <laughs> then uh, this will be the one this to buy. This is a calendar for you, absolutely. <laughs> in conjunction with IKEA. That's in. Uh, and, uh, uh, some, and some of them might actually be stripped uh, of their top coat of varnish, yeah. maybe. Scantily clad in splotches of paint. It's in the Amish section. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can find it right next to Amish life today. That's it, boys. That's it, man. Enjoy. Enjoy. That's it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a, a lot of a lot of good news. Uh, yes, a lot of fun absolutely. stuff. So it's, it's so encouraging to everybody out there. We were kind of talking about this before the, before we got on tonight. It's so encouraging to hear from you folks. Yes, it is. Um, please Instagram us, please. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hit us up. Um, it, it'd be awesome. Even if, you know what, maybe you hate us and just be like, you know what? Just a bad podcast. Like, <laughs> tell us that too. Like, we'll we're, take it all. We're thick skinned. We, we are, man. We, we learn from criticism. So, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I mean, anything, please. Yeah. And if it's funny enough in your hatred, uh, maybe we'll read it on, <laughs> that's, on the air. That's right. That's right. You know what? First person to rip us wide open in, a, in an instant message, we're going to read it on it. <laughs> so, that's it. It's, it's a race to see who, who yeah. does it best. I have the live bleep button ready. That's ready to go. That's it. Yeah, it's a redacting button. So, uh, folks, if all you hear is beep. And that's it. Well, then you know the whole thing is. I mean, we had to block it all out. Yeah, it yeah. was that bad. I know it's that bad. Horrendous. What's wrong with you guys? What's wrong with you people? But seriously, <laughs> seriously, um, talk to us. Yes. Let us know if you'd like a book. You know, a Sherlock Holmes book you'd like to hear us review, um, or maybe you hate one and you want us to rip it apart. We would love to do that. Love it. We've done it before. We'll do, do it, it again. We'll do it again. We're not afraid to go back. We're not afraid to go back to jail. The return of Beak Nose. Beak Nose and Hook Let's Face. Go. It's in <laughs> Barrel Chest. So bad. Oh, my goodness. Man, can you believe that was eight, oh, eight months ago? Uh, That's crazy, right? It is crazy. For eight months? Yeah. That's insanity. You know what the crazier thing is? Uh, come Christmas time again, there'll be more of those stories. <laughs> yeah, we know. There's two volumes. There's two of that. volumes of that. Don't forget. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's better Christmas ones out there of Sherlock Holmes, but that that those two volumes so far are interesting. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> very very interesting. Uh, speaking of interesting, yes, I got a list for us, Mike. Yes, I love right. these. I got a list. Um, we've done some lists before, and so this I found ten fictional characters. That were directly inspired by Sherlock Holmes. Now we're talking. All right. Light Mike on. and I have talked about things like this before. Uh, yeah, well, I think we touched upon one or two. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I, I glanced at the list and I recognized some of them. So we'll see if uh, if we've seen these shows, movies, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. All right. Number 10. I love, when, I love when they count down, too. Number 10, 
Adrian Monk from Monk. I know we've yes. referenced this before. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen Monk, it's a show. Oh, fifteen years ago, maybe it aired. 15, maybe twenty. Maybe it. Uh, yeah, we're old, so it sounds like it was new at one point. But it, it, you know, it's. I don't know, but it's it's really good. It was on USA, I think, cable network. It's a. Uh, He's a detective with a very, very serious uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, but very much like Sherlock Holmes, he he does have a disorder he has to deal with. Uh, he has um, a medical professional as his assistant, love hate relationship with the police force, a brother who's smarter but doesn't leave the house. So very <laughs> Sherlock Holmes inspired. I would definitely recommend Mug uh, to to those of you who want a little bit of a modern. Mystery fix. You want so. me to tell you how when that came out? Oh, yeah, go ahead. 2002. Oh, what? <laughs> Sophomore year of high school for wow, us, folks. That is, that is certainly 20 plus it years sure old. Is, man. Uh, Still a classic. It is a classic. Still an absolute classic. Because it is old enough to be a classic. It's true. <laughs> I mean, we're sitting in Tom's library here, and I'm looking up. He's got he's got the Monk novels, too, so. I do have the it's, Monk novels. Uh, Tom loves his Monk. I do. You know what the sad thing about that? I have not read the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Because they continued the novel series after the show ended. Yeah. And so, like, they continued the story after the end of oh, the show. Oh, okay. And uh, the sentimental fool in me does not want to read the last one, because I know that's it. I gotcha. That's been sitting on my shelf for... Well, probably close to 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Understandable, man. Well, what's number nine? Understandable. <laughs> Let's look at number nine. All right. I do not know this. Uh, this is Jimmy Kudo, um, who is known as Detective Conan from the manga series Case Closed. Okay. I don't know. I, 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 I don't read a lot of manga. I'm uh, not familiar either. So, I don't know. Um I suppose he is. He's on the list, so it must be true. Right? Again, if if you know, oh, case please book tell closed. us. Yeah, tell us. Fill us in. We would love to know more about him. All right, number eight, uh, Patrick Jane, the Mentalist, which was a TV show uh, portrayed by Simon Baker. Um, I'm not sure when the Mentalist was on. Probably around the same time as Monk. Maybe oh, well, we'll find out. It sounds familiar. Out. We're about to find out. Um, folks. I remember the Mentalist being on. I must confess, I did not watch the Mentalist when it was on. Okay. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I watched a lot of TV. You'd think I would, but um, I remember it being pretty popular. The but, Mentalist. Yeah. What was the year uh, on that? 2008. Okay, so a little bit newer than Monk. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit newer. Not that much, though. Honestly. Yeah. So. All right. See, All right. you can use the internet for something other than cat videos. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. Now we know. IMDb.com. Uh, number seven. Number seven. Sean Spencer from the TV series Psych, uh, which I okay. know was on around the same time Monk was. It was. It was on USA. Yeah, almost. I think they ran pretty much consecutively. I believe so. I never saw that, but I, I, watched I know it was a little very bit popular. Of it. Yeah. I know they did a couple uh, like reunion movies on Peacock recently. Yeah. So... It's still kind of out there a little bit. Yeah, he protects... Yeah. I mean, he... It's a fake psychic. Yeah, he's a fake yeah. <laughs> psychic, but he's got Sherlock Holmes skills to the point where people think he's a psychic. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun show. It was a fun show. All right, number six uh, is Vanitas, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Okay. Uh, the protagonist of the series, The Case Study of Vanitas. This looks like an anime. That's interesting. Um... 
That's dope. Yeah, he looks like he also is a vampire, a vampire detective. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar. I've never even heard of that. But again, if you have, have you, Mike? No. I haven't, but I'm excited. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, hey, that that sounds pretty cool. Uh, Number five, I would not have thought about this one. I definitely know it. Uh, Fox Mulder. Is on the list from oh, the wow. X Files. The X Files, yeah, big. Tom's a big X Files. I am a big X Files fan. How about that. Uh, also, very old at this point, yeah. but had a couple reboot seasons. I think a couple I years so, ago. Yeah. It's interesting that it he like everything you mentioned so far on this list. It's yeah. like the Mentalist, Monk. You know, it's all like these title characters. Yeah, and this is like X Files, and the one character is yeah. Barbara Shaw Combs. Kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought of Fox Mulder as like a detective. I wouldn't either. With with special skills. Uh, but I wonder, you know, every now and then I'll rewatch some of the X-Files. Maybe I'll look at it from that perspective and see yeah. if I can pick that up. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number four is Robert Gorin from Law and Order Criminal Intent. Okay. Uh, oh, played by uh, Vincent... Uh, DeFranio. Yeah, DeFranio. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, wow, he looks young in this picture, too. He so, is, man. Have you ever watched any of those? No, I mean, I've seen different Law and Orders. Yeah. I don't know that I've seen Criminal Intent. I've watched a few episodes of is that. Is that still on, Criminal no. Intent? Okay. I know um, some of them run a really long yeah, time. Yeah, no, it was him, and then, believe it or not, um, the, the one coach from uh, Mighty Ducks 3... Oh, okay. The love interest in that for for the okay. rest of us, I yeah. think. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's them two, and he's—I mean, he's brilliant. Okay. Um, and as uh, uh, the, the yeah, Robert Gorin. Yeah. yeah. Um, very prolific. That was on. That was on years. Yeah, uh, most of those Law and Orders they run so oh, so long. That a recent Law and Order I tried to get into, mm-hmm. and then I, I realized you had to watch like previous seasons of another show to really understand it. Okay. I said, well, I'll just catch up on the other show. It's like 11 years yeah. of the show to catch up on. I'm like, eh. Was it Organized Crime? Yeah. I yeah. started to watch Organized Crime, mm-hmm. not realizing it was so connected to SVU. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, that's um, Stabler is the main character yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Stabler, and he's from SVU, main character Yeah. There. I must convey, so. it lost me after a few episodes because it was so tied to a previous thing I didn't know. I get so. you. But, uh, I mean, hey, Law & Order. They're obviously popular. I think there's been at least one Law & Order on constantly since the 90s. Yeah. So, yeah. They're popular. Yeah. I've, I've I never watched, like, regular Law & Order. I've seen some criminal intent, like I said. Um, I really grooved on SVU, especially in yeah. the early years. Like, all the way up until... A lot of people say the same thing right when Stabler left. Yeah. Because um, his character was so... He was a tech... He was a family man. Mm. Um, he had a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And he was just one of those cops who was emotionally invested. Yeah. And, like, he'd rather rip somebody's throat out <laughs> before bringing him to jail. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, he was just a really, really great character to be on there because it created yeah. that tension. But, um, I guess he was popular enough to have his own show later again. So yeah, yeah, they brought him back after a long time. Yeah. So I watched a few episodes of that as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, people probably disagree with me on this, but like, I felt like they tried to, they rooted it in COVID. Like 
they took COVID oh, okay. real world and, yeah. and put it in the real uh, put it in the show. I don't remember that, but maybe they did. Yeah, yeah, they were like t- like the beginning episode talk about like the vaccines okay. and like people stealing them and all this yeah. stuff. And I was just like, there's a largely as a whole when I would read or watch fiction. I don't want it to feature or be grounded in something like that that's part of my reality right now that yeah. sucks. A lot of doctor shows did that at the time, Yeah, too. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. It not keeps it bad. from being evergreen, though, too. It does. You know, because if you're not, you know, years ago, if you if you rewatch, you know, I know The Good Doctor did that, you know, yeah. some other thing. You're not going to, it's not going to mean as much anyway. It won't. You know, 10 years from now. Correct. When you watch that. Exactly. It's not as like you said. Ever. I like that evergreen. Yeah. You know, it's not not timeless. Not always. Yeah. Relevant. All right. Number three. Number three is Everett Backstrom. Uh, from the crime series Backstrom, played by uh, Rain Wilson from The Office. Dwight from The Office. I've never heard of this show. Hey. I don't know how. It says it was on Fox. I don't know how. I did not. How did I miss? A detective show with Rain Wilson. How do you spell that? Uh, it's Backstrom. Back, like B-A-C-K-S-T-R-O-M. Mm-hmm. Since it's based on some novels. I uh, I don't know how I... That sounds like something I would tune in episode one to see. Interesting. Um, well, I, I, I think... Uh, dude, what I'm looking at... Yeah? It's a 2020... But I think it's the same thing. Unscrupulous and arrogant murder detective Everett Backstrom yeah. finds himself the hardest case he's ever had. Um, but it looks like it's Nordic actors. Oh. Um, that's the first thing that popped up on there. Here, Backstrom 2015 with Rainy Wilson. Oh, maybe that's a 2015 show. Yeah. I still know how I missed that, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because 2015, that's probably around the time The Office was ending. Yeah, it was only 13 episodes. How about that? Well, sorry, uh, producers of Backstrom. I would have watched that had I known about it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... How about that? Bummer. I'll have to track that down, see if I can see a few episodes of that. Yeah. I would certainly be down for that. Very Especially cool. with some Sherlock Holmes inspiration there. Yeah, I agree. All right, number two. We got the top two. Number mm-hmm. two, uh, Gregory House from House. Yes. Yeah, so we've talked about him before. Yes, we For have. sure. Yeah. He is uh, one of the more blatant... Holmes inspirations. Yes, he is. I think he even lives at 221 in his apartment I think he number. does. I think <laughs> you're 100% right. So they're definitely uh, yeah. going for that. Plays the piano instead of the uh, the violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hugh Laurie's just a fantastic actor. He is. Pretty much, I don't think I've seen a bad thing with Hugh Laurie in it. Or at least uh, not his performance yeah. in any way. Yeah. Little, little fun fact about that show. Yeah. So when they were do, doing auditions for who was going to be House, mm-hmm. he read for it. And then when he was done, th- nobody knew that he was British. Oh, you're right. So, like, he's got this, like, the, the American accent that he's got in <laughs> House, and they're like, this guy's great. And then, like, he's like, was that good? Uh, you need me to do it again. And they're like, wait, you're British? <laughs> like, pretty cool. I mean, you wouldn't even think he wasn't. No, I, awesome. I think Hugh Laurie does one of the best uh, American accents to yeah. fool you. H- him and Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, when he was in Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He was British. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you wouldn't know what those performances. Yeah, that's cool. 
All right, number one. I know Mike's going to like this one. Want to guess what number one is, Mike? Sherlock. <laughs> Inspired by, not blatant. Uh, you said you've brought this up time and time again. Okay. Yeah. But not today, apparently. Probably not today. Batman. Yes! <laughs> oh, I'm dumb. <laughs> yes, Batman. That, that is the number one. Yeah. That's it. They yeah. Even, he, he's a great I mean, detective. Ra's yeah. al Ghul even calls him the detective. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? The, the great detective. Yes. Very true. Good, good old Batman. Um, yeah, we were talking about Batman uh, off mic while we uh, were preparing for tonight. Yeah, yes, Batmans we were. Batmans and things like that. The good Batman's the bad Batman. That's it, man. Tom and I are both huge Batman fans. Yes. So I was, uh, I mean, I don't, think there was, uh, I don't know when you became a fan, but I think I was three and a half. When that you Michael, beat me. <laughs> when that Michael Keaton movie came okay. out, I just remember like one, eating the Batman cereal. I have a box of that. Uh, no joke. In nice. a cellophane. Brand oh, new. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. And when I was, yeah, like I said, I was like three because... We were still at the house we lived in before before I was three and a half, and my dad bought the Bat Cave. He bought the Bat. My dad bought Ooh. every toy that nice. that went with that man, and I just it was so cool. I'll tell you exactly when I became a Batman fan. When age I don't remember, but I'll tell you the the circumstance. Robert so, Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Vin Diesel. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> No, it was it was uh, because of the Batman animated series uh-huh. in the nineties. Yeah, Bruce Tim, Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen that, I don't know what you're doing. To listen to us. Go watch Batman the animated series. Yeah. then come back. Uh, but before I ever heard, before I ever watched that, Mike, do you remember the toy two XL? It's okay if you don't. It was a little, it was a oh. robot. Okay, it was this robot. He had like uh, his hands on his hips. Cassette player. Cassette player yes. in his chest. Yes. Okay, so I had 2XL. Look that up for reference, guys. 2XL, a robot toy. It was a cassette tape you put in his chest. And it's, most of the tapes were, uh, he would ask you trivia questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he would like, right. tell you corny jokes and stuff uh-huh. like that. Um, it was tons of fun. I still have mine yeah, in digi- the other room, digital, believe it or not. You do? That's I awesome. certainly do. It was like the digital color light-up. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, so anyway... Um, because how many trivia tapes can you make? Uh, eventually, they started to make like story tapes, and one of them was Batman the Animated Series. Oh no way! And so you put that in, and Two XL starts to tell you the story, and then of course the voice actors kick in. That's the awesome. narrator, the sound effects. Yeah. And I believe it's been a while, but I believe the buttons instead of answering questions. You decide what they do, oh, sort of like a cool. choose your own adventure, yeah. but like a you know in 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 the form of Batman the animated series. So that's I heard so that cool. some somehow my dad or somebody got me the tape, mm-hmm. and I, I'm like, what is this? This is fan- This is a show this that's on show? right now. So then, of course, it was you know yeah. The rest is history there. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Very dope. Yeah. So there we go. That's the list. People, if, if you've seen these shows, if you like these shows, movies, let us know. And uh, especially the ones we've never heard of. I'd love to give them a watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially those mangas. I would read those. Yeah, yeah. And Rain Wilson, if you're listening, hey, sorry, man. but uh, Yeah, man, sorry. I'll watch it now. Yeah. Yeah, we'll <laughs> dig it up somewhere over time and we'll give it a shot. I love the idea that Rain Wilson is listening to our podcast about Sherlock. So do I. That's true. <laughs> Michael Keaton, if you're out there. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Give us a listen. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, seriously. If you're famous and listening, please say something. Yes, uh, because we need uh, some quotations or something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> some review quotes. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to have the janitor of the BBC Sherlock set uh, <laughs> going to be with us next week, <laughs> and he's going to elaborate on the bits of trash that he found on yeah, set and yeah. who he thinks it, which of the characters he thinks it belongs to. Yeah, who vomited when and who you know That's he it. cleaned it up. It's great. This is great. Great listening content. Great listening content. We're going to listen to Grass Grow right after that. More welcome to join us. And then we're going to have quotes by former President Barack Obama. Uh, Mixed, <laughs> because he's listening to our podcast. He's listening to everybody's listening. Republicans, Democrats, Green Party, the Moose Party, Teddy the Roosevelt. We were talking about off, off, off mic. My God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and Titan books. And Titan books, which, in case you're keeping up to date, still not sponsored by Titan books. Amazing! I don't it's understand. Incredible. It's We've absolutely mentioned them so many times. So many. We so have many received times. no free things. No, not beating our door down. Nope. No checks. Nope. Not at all. Which is just preposterous, considering they don't know how to get it to us anyway. I but agree. you know. Well, we did get that cease and desist. I think we got oh, that. Oh, that's right. right. That's it. That's it for yeah. our for our treatment of the white worm. I that's, believe. That's, right. that's what we tore up and threw away. That's, that's right. Oh, that was that. That was the fan letter we tore up. <laughs> that or I donated along with my copy of the white worm. <laughs> yeah. Somebody at Goodwill got it. Somebody at Goodwill got it. <laughs> oh, it. look at this book and a cease and, and desist a cease letter. And desist. <laughs> Gosh. We kid. We do. We 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 both like to joke, folks. Yeah. We are not actually performing any illegal activity here on the We are no, absolutely not. That's fun. <laughs> That's it, man. That's uh... <laughs> We are both sitting here in our boxer shorts. No, we're not. <laughs> I didn't know what to say to uh, that. The that way Tom the way that. Tom paused, I think he thought we were. <laughs> he looked down. He's it's like, late. Are we are we wearing it's late when we record sometimes. It is true. It's it's ten oh three right now, folks. In the, in the evening. <laughs> That's it. We're still, we're a half hour in and we haven't even touched the material yet. Oh yeah. Are we reading books or something? I thought we were something okay. like that. Is this a we is this talk, a book is this a book review show? We should talk about this. Yeah. We should. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I got my that? copy of Murder on the Orient Express. What do you got? Bingo. <laughs> I got my copy of uh, it's, uh got the Secret Garden. The whatever, Secret whatever, Garden. Whatever Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a tale of two cities. What are we doing here? Good we news, folks. We're going to try to summarize Les Miserables in two sentences. Actually, I'm just kidding. Two words. Two words. Two words. Les Miserables. There it is. The Miserables. <laughs> that's true. Chalk it up. I was going to go, it stunk, but, you know. That's it for my Not next Not the story, but their lives. <laughs> for our next trip. Yeah. <laughs> I did have somebody one time, when the movie came out, Les Miserables came mm -hmm. out, they, uh, they said they wanted to see it, but they said, uh, I don't like sad movies. Or sad stories. Uh-huh. And I said, do you... I mean, I don't speak French. <laughs> I said, but do you know what Les Miserables means? <laughs> and they said, no. I said, well, it means the miserable people. <laughs> and they're like, oh, is it sad? Yes. <laughs> I, just, I, would, I would expect so. Every ounce of that story is it's, sad. Uh, yeah, there's <laughs> not one shred of hope. You should see it. See the musical, the stage show, the movie, Absolutely. read the book, whatever. But uh, it oh it's it's stinking sad so uh, I agree. Um, sorry about that, folks. That was my uh, my phone. It's also uh, the time uh, silence that my brother-in-law uh, did not know High School Musical was a musical before he watched it. <laughs> <laughs> he does not like musicals. That's funny. <laughs> 
That is I said, where? It's the title. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. High School Musical, Les Miserables, they tell you what it is in the title. So few it's things are so blatant. We should pay attention. Yes. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it's, it's always, a title's usually a key. Yeah. Uh, but then again, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. There's uh, Fancy Pants, art, Artsy Fartsy Movies. <laughs> Chair is the name of the movie. It's a police drama that takes place in Bangladesh trying to hunt down a, a lost school of fish. <laughs> chair, everybody. Chair. That would be a kick, too, if you watch that. What's this? It's called Les Miserables. What, what, what's the movie? Well, it's sort of like Dr. Doolittle, but, uh, you know, happier. What? <laughs> The caliber of the villains, they might as well be animals talking. <laughs> That's it, boy. That's it. Well, so I, what's uh, Holmes up to? <laughs> let, yeah, you know what? Let's see what Holmes is up to. So we're going to start off with the Rygate Squire, or the Rygate Puzzle. Oh. As we said, depending on... You know, where you're reading this story at. Right. Literally, which continent? <laughs> Landmass. Yeah. British um, versus American thing. Correct. Yeah. So, it's called the Rygate Squire. Um, Holmes uh, recently gets done with a case uh, that he was working on. This very, very intense case. And ran him ragged. Ragged to the point where Watson basically had him in a bed and mm. said, you need rest. Like, period. As Holmes talks about, he says, um, this is right here, he's like, uh, I broken, e- even his iron constitution, Watson says, however, had broken down under the strain of an investigation which had extended over two months, mm. during which period he had never worked less than 15 hours a day. And had more than once, as he assured me, kept to his task for five days at a stretch. Um, it's my understanding, have, or, have never done it myself, cocaine can help you do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't stop. Yeah, and he does have that addiction, doesn't uh, he? Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, that's usually during boredom, but y- you can't tell me that, like, he didn't dip in. Oh, I'm sure. It's during this time. To keep going? To keep yeah. going. No. <laughs> that's crazy plus addiction is addiction you know I mean, yeah. it, it's if you're addicted to something as 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 yeah. hardcore <laughs> as as many believe he was yeah you you don't just stop because you got a good case it's uh, yeah man you yeah. See, yeah 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 still 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 hitting that uh that violence range yeah yeah just working it off a little bit <laughs> yeah man um yeah, and as a result, um, he, he said Holmes was in the deepest, blackest depression he's he's seen him in. Oh. Um, he said there was fan mail all over the room of people congratulating him, kings, queens, nobles, um, common folk. Just w- the case uh, that he took on was of a significant magnitude. Yeah, um, and it was just wiped. He was exhausted. I like it when we get a little taste of his fame, yeah. As well, we do because he he is famous throughout London and England and other you know 
Europe and you know yeah and often and sometimes America depending yeah. on what you're reading correct um and so I like when we're reminded that he is pretty famous and well renowned yeah because they don't I mean his character isn't that way so it's not you know he's not searching for the spotlight yeah so it's I agree it is cool when like it's like wow like he is pretty prolific yeah um it's nice to see that um especially in, in and we learned it in the canon itself. He don't mind, he does not mind his name being the paper Yeah. if he feels that it was a case that challenged him. Mm-hmm. Like, if it, he felt, well, that was just simple, I don't want to be connected with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get that. It makes sense. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, it, it was during this time period um, that, it was three days later, we were back at Baker Street together, but it was evident that my friend would be much the better for a change and the thought of a week of springtime in the country was full of attractions to me. So, um, Watson, as an old friend, Colonel Hader, um, who has a place um, out in the country. Um, and Watson met him through the military, uh, being a soldier in Afghanistan. Right. Um, and he runs, apparently, a, a bachelor establishment. <laughs> Uh, is his uh, his country country place out there, uh, which is why Holmes finally relented, um, and that's why he decided to go. Yeah, um, it's you know, hey Holmes, no women, you just just the boys. You know what I mean? He's like, all right, fine. It's a bachelor a bachelor deal. So, um, Holmes, little early uh, picture of him liking the countryside a little bit too. Yeah, we see that much later, right? Um, yeah. In his like sort of reti- semi retirement, as it were. Correct. Yeah. yeah out I there mean, keeping bees. Keeping and bees stuff, and yeah, I, he he has a definite appreciation for the outdoors in the country. Yeah. Um, and I believe it was the Copper Beaches that we read that he says the he says to Watson while they're riding out there that you know Watson's looking at the country and he says you know just marveling at how beautiful it is. Right. How tranquil, and if you remember, Holmes says. In my experience, it's behind those walls mm. that the most treacherous crimes are committed. <laughs> was, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably not wrong. No. Uh, <laughs> but also, um, he's got a specific outlook on, yeah. on things. Absolutely. I, I must confess, Tom. Yeah. Um, I do something similar sometimes when it comes to children. Mm. Um. I don't know why my brain works this way. <laughs> um, but people always fawn over a newborn. Yeah. They're so cute, so adorable. Look at how cute they are. And I usually chime in with, I heard Hitler was that cute when he was a baby too. <laughs> usually people go, <laughs> or they look at me like, What's his problem? Um, <laughs> this is why Mike is no longer invited to christenings. The christenings. <laughs> well, a, a co-worker, her friend, and this one is at Rite Aid. Her friend came in um, with her baby, and who I know her from her coming in. Sure. So it was a complete stranger. Yeah. But this same day, look, look at that baby. Look at him. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Yeah. I said, Jack the Ripper right here was that cute as a baby too. And like the mom's like, why would you say that? <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. Like his name start, is Jack. His name is, she's starting to like panic because like, oh God, oh God. Like, 
Because, like, you tr- you truly don't know. But you're not wrong. I, I, I know. You're not wrong. But, like, it's, I, my timing isn't good. Well, it's, yeah. But, I mean, look, somebody somebody brought baby Adolf to somebody and said, true. isn't he cute? And they said, yes, why does he have a mustache it's like a that, beautiful. though? He's just three weeks old. But, <laughs> the, the hair's parted. Yeah. Uh, Should you really be using gel already? I don't already. understand. Oh, my gosh. Um... <laughs> Tooted my own horn, uh, uh, shamelessly, but um, I have my fun. Uh, Heather, my wife, um, doesn't like when I do that in public when she's with me. I can imagine that. Yeah, yeah, I get it. My 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 dad used to go up to random dinner tables at restaurants and just start telling jokes or lean down and like, I don't know, man. Um, some, uh, some people loved it. Other people, you look at their faces, they're like, why is he doing this? <laughs> um, so I feel like that's how he- my wife feels. Heather feels like when I, I do certain things, it's just like, please don't. No, seriously, please don't. <laughs> Every time we would watch an old TV show or an old movie, no matter who we were with, my dad was with us. Mm-hmm. He'd look at it, he was like, you know, they're all dead. I'm like, all right, yeah, I guess. Awesome. But that's so great. It's not really what we need to be focusing on right now. <laughs> Let Cary Grant do his thing. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> so did you know he hung himself three days yeah. after the filming yeah. ended? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think my dad looked up weird, morbid facts just to spout them out when people were watching stuff. Awesome. <laughs> so awesome. The internet was a great discovery for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> Dude, like it's, we said, we said off mic, and I did. I think I would, I would love hanging out with your dad. <laughs> I think so too. I really would. <laughs> like I again, uh, Heather and I had this was years ago. Heather had a bunch of friends over for a party, and like some of these people, I'm like meeting for the first time or barely know. <laughs> and um, I I brought out a box of Q-tips, and um, like they already knew. Like I was just like I was like you know it was like weird, and um. <laughs> I said, hey, like, if you guys don't mind, I said, like, I've got a new hobby. I'm, I connect DNA samples now. It's just something fun I do. I was like, so if you guys, uh, I mean, there's one for everybody. If you don't mind doing, like, a nasal swab. And, like, they are looking at me. Like, what's going on? And, like, the one. <laughs> it's funny because like, it, was, it was really funny because, like, they're all looking at me. And I'm like, I'm also collecting pictures of feet. And like, and that's when they're like, what the, like, they're kind of laughing. And like the buddy in the middle, he's like, see, you get it. He's like, you get it. And I'm like, I did not expect that. He's like, see, you get it. Like shock people. You test people's limits. It's harmless jokes. Nobody's ever hurt. Dwindles a crowd real fast if you needed to, though. Uh, yeah, it can. That's it, man. Hey, look, I'll break up a party. I'll, I'll break myself out. I thought about that. That guy, comp- that guy, Inc. And just, you need somebody to literally, literally walk through a room and spill a tray of drinks all over your mother-in-law? I'll do it. Just I can see know. those commercials. I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. Man. If the podcast doesn't, doesn't take <laughs> off. That's your next. That's your next venture. I'm not the. I'm not the guy your party deserves, but I can be that guy it needs. <laughs> a Batman spiel. Gosh. Sadly, I think you'd get a lot of. You'd get a lot of clients. I do there. think I would get a lot of business, man. Like wait, wait, wait! You're gonna, you're gonna like dump a tray of hot dogs on my, on my girlfriend's father. That's awesome. That's like, great. I saw a. Uh... Sort of like it would usually be like a happy birthday or something banner to hang up at a party. 
uh, this one yeah. said, please leave by nine. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> it's, it's, please leave by That's so awesome. Like you put it out there up front. Up people front, know what people they're know getting it. into. People know they it. know it's 845. Wrap up this conversation. That's it. No, you may not have another soda. It is time <laughs> to leave. Local constabulary have been notified. <laughs> and anybody that's here at 901 yeah. will be uh, yeah. cited for loitering. Yeah, I got, I, I've got a tow truck on speed <laughs> on dial. Speed it's a fifty dollar impounding fee. Fifty bucks, folks, or just leave at nine. Up to you. Yeah, seriously, Jeez. it's not that hard. That's funny stuff. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, where were we? The country. The country. country. He's in the country. He's in the country. Um. So they they go to the colonel's house. Um. And like Holmes gives his word to Watson. He's like. Okay, I will not get involved in any cases. He's like, rest and relaxation for me in the country. <laughs> so, like, naturally they get there, and they're talking. Um, just uh, Holmes is on the sofa, just eyes closed, just trying to get his peace and quiet. While Watson catches up with his friend, and in comes the butler and says, <laughs> Sir, it's been a burglary across the, play, across the way at Cunningham's. He's like, oh, wow. Um, but prior to this, there was a couple other break-ins, uh, particularly at the colonel's house. And he said it was very odd. He said all they took was a copy of Homer <laughs> and, like, two plated candlesticks. It was very strange. Very, very strange. <laughs> so, it was very weird. Yeah. At another person's house. It was another person's house, I believe. Um, and then another break-in happens. And they said it's something like it was not only a robbery, but somebody's dead. Mm. And like it's, I love it because like the way Watson paints this picture, it's like Holmes is like not hearing it, you know, <laughs> not a part of it. Nope, give my word. I'm gonna relax here. And then like he's just chilling there, and then like an officer comes by to the house, and he's like, "Mr. Holmes, can you give me a pointer?" And he's he just looks over at Watson. And he's like, he's like, I guess maybe one. <laughs> I'm in demand. I'm in demand. And then um, obviously he gets more involved, and yeah. he does apologize to Watson. I thought that was awesome. He's like, <laughs> I am sorry. He's like, but looks like no matter how hard you try, it it finds me. He, he didn't plan on it. He didn't. Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> it's like there's a there's a dead body across the street, like, and they're stumped. Yeah. Um, you can't not do it. You can't not do it. Uh, it was it was the death of the young footman um, Williams at the Cunningham residence, and the Cunninghams uh, were having a property beef with uh, another neighbor. Um. Yes. So Holmes gets roped into this murder investigation. Um, obviously, contrary to what Watson wants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So they go up there to question everybody. Um, and they're taking the statements where who and who was at what time. Um, they said they didn't see who murdered the footman. Um, but the footman had in his hands a, a torn piece of paper and with like part of a message on it. So now they're trying to figure out what that was from. Yeah. And that's what this whole case centers around is that. 
um, and who murdered Williams. Um, so, assuming that everybody's read this, um, we know that it was the Cunninghams that right. killed their own footman. Yeah. And they were trying to get paperwork from their neighbor's home with regards to this lawsuit about the land. Um, and so that's that's how that concludes. Um, but it's a very cool scene. And I don't know if you remember, uh, when they finally catch the Cunninghams, right. how, he do, how Holmes does it, um, like tips over, they're in their home and he like tips over a tray of drinks. And he's like, Watson, how stupid of you. <laughs> and like, Watson's like, I could just, I mean, I, maybe because he's imagining it. Watson's like looking over like, what? And, oh yeah, I spilt them. Which you know that Holmes is staging something. Yes. If he says something like that. Correct. Because Holmes never insults Watson like no. that. Unless you're reading a Sam Siliciano novel. It's correct. But, but in the real world, the real Holmes world. would never say how stupid of you. And that's kind of, I think, Watson's supposed to be like, oh, this is that play along. Type right. Yeah. And props to him for always being, like, ready to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he didn't skip a beat. He didn't stand there and go, Holmes, what are you talking about? I watched you. It's like, nope. He's like, automatically, he's like, okay, there's a reason yeah. for this. He didn't go nine Joe Bruce. Like, oh, 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 That was the only lines Nigel Bruce had. I think it was. I think yeah. in the script, it was just wavy lines yeah. that you see like on TV. It yeah, that man was so overpaid. Range of emotion, but never And in parentheses, look confused. Look confused. <laughs> we love Nigel Bruce. We do. Uh, wonderful man. Wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, God. It's a different take. A, it is a, just a different take. Um, and they, they, Holmes does his legwork by gets writing samples of yeah uh, from the Cunninghams by uh, you know they're they're looking at this half a sheet of paper and he purposely misquotes numbers mm. so that they're like no it was this and like pens it out yep um so that that pretty much is what nailed them. yeah yeah um the father and the son both put their handwriting on it so that neither one could like blame it on the other yeah um and so Holmes, they're trying to find this other half of the paper because they know that it's the reason why this man died yeah um so Holmes quickly goes in the other room, starts rifling through pockets. And next thing Watson knows, like, Holmes is screaming, help, murder, murder. That's literally yelling, murder, murder. <laughs> um, and I've never read this yet since be, until we read, read yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and, like, it's pretty cool. Um I should post the illustrations. Um, oh yeah, I, I try to do that, but um, it's the illustrations pretty pretty epic because, I mean, the the Sydney Paget illustration, Holmes is on the ground, and like, the sun is like throttling his throat, <laughs> choking him, and like, you know, Papa Cunningham's trying to break his arm. Yeah. And he's, they're trying to kill him. They're <laughs> trying to kill him. Um, so in comes Watson and uh, uh, the detective that yeah. was from the local constabulary. Um, and you know, they pulled him off of him. 
Yeah. And that's how that how that ends. Yeah. And um <laughs> No denying it at that point. No denying it at that point. Um and they were they were trying to find these documents that their neighbor that's what this all was about, was trying to find these yeah. these documents of this land dispute. Um and so the, the footman was basically blackmailing them. Yeah. Um, for a while. And finally they had enough. Um let me just double check my notes here. I'm uh, I don't want to be making up endings. <laughs> and that's when uh, the circus uh, came the into town. The circus pulled right in. Uh, it was incredible. You uh, know, a, right as you're looking, Mike, um, when when we're talking about this and listening to your description of the story, this really reminded me. Um, we talked about Monk earlier being uh, inspiration uh, from Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. There is an episode of Monk called Mr. Monk Takes a Vacation. Mm-hmm. I think it's in season one, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, I mean, I I have to believe it was based off of this story. Okay. Directly, because it, it, Monk is exasperated. Yeah. His assistant at the time, Sharona, takes him on vacation, says, you need a vacation. Mm-hmm. They go on vacation. It's like a resort. Somebody sees... Across the way, in a window, somebody get murdered. Oh, that's cool. Um, local hotel resort police or whatever. Yeah. Enlist. They hear the great Adrian Monk is there. They enlist him. Uh, it ends up the being one of the maids mm-hmm. of the hotel was killed. Right. By the other maids, because they had... Spoiler alert, sorry, for a 23-year-old <laughs> show. Uh-huh. Um, because they had been collectively breaking into people's things in the hotel rooms, taking pictures of documents. Oh, yeah, and bl- And blackmailing people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, this, exact, is, this is the episode. This, exactly. this is the show. Yeah, this is the story yeah, that's based I'm on. I'm so glad, you know, as I was... I don't know why I didn't pick that up as I was reading it, but listening mm-hmm. to your description, I... I love the fact that not only is a show like that inspired by Sherlock Holmes, mm. but certain episodes are inspired by specific stories. Yeah. I, what a great modern twist into that that was. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. How about that? I just, I just realized, Mr. Monk takes a vacation. Is that, man? Yeah. And How about it, that? It is funny because when, when they, of course, catch everybody, um, Sharona is, of course more exhausted at the end of this trip. Mm-hmm. And of course, Monk is like, that was the best vacation ever. <laughs> <laughs> and they get home and she's like, I, what are we supposed to do now? He's like, you know what you need? A vacation. <laughs> need a vacation. Yeah. That's awesome. So anyways, yeah, but uh, I, I just, I came into my mind, I'm like, I can't believe it. No, that's your it's tip. beat for beat, you know? It is, yeah. beat for beat. It's called, takes a vacation. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. What a, that's so cool. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Me Especially too. like, it's, this is a hundred... 130 year old story. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> monk episode. Yeah. It's freaking cool. <laughs> but the, I mean, then again, let's face it. I mean, you have, you have thousands of years of Homerian epics and Oh yeah. It's, it's still, still exists today. And it's yeah. awesome that Holmes has existed into today. It's yes. Fantastic. Absolutely. It's never going to end. It's never, no, never going to no, die. No, no, no. It's too many. I mean, if it's inspiring anime, you know, yeah. in this day and age, mm-hmm. um, it, you're right. It's going to keep going. It's going to yeah. keep going. I, I, one of the things, um, one of the ways Holmes figured out what was going on with this case, mm. um, dear man, 
Doyle was to to, to break the fourth wall. <laughs> Doyle was so ahead of his time, um, because Holmes looks at the body of the footman, mm. and you know, according to according to uh, you know the Cunninghams, yeah, like he was shot at close range, yeah. Then the guy ran off. Holmes looks at the body. There's no powder burns. There's mm. no residual powder from yeah. gunpowder, which you would find if it was the shot was that close. Right. So that's one of the things that led him to believe, like, okay, somebody's not telling the truth. Yeah. Like, that's 130 years ago. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's textbook forensics now, the crime scene investigation today. Yeah. That's, you immediately look for that. Yeah. Like, especially if you're the shooter. Like, yeah. you should be covered in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You may not see it, but yeah. it's there. Um, well, like you were, you said before, I mean, what, Scotland Yard takes these yeah. stories as required reading, right? Yeah, you recommended know? reading. And that's, yeah, yeah. Case in point. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool when I saw it. It was like a documentary I was watching on YouTube. Yeah. Um, it really is. He did, he did incredible things for the modern era um, in regards to that. Um. It's just amazing to watch him work in these stories. Yeah. Um, Doyle just brings it to life. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was an interesting tale, I yeah. think. Um, didn't throw me like some of the others. No, but it was, um, it was, it was a change of pace. It was a change of pace. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but that was a, that was a fun little jaunt. So it was the, the Rygate puzzle, the Rygate squire. <laughs> Um, I just love the fact that he tried staying out of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, he <no>. really tried, <laughs> really tried doing what I wanted. Just, and just listen. He's too well known. He's too good. Yeah. If he sees somebody in need, it's not really like he's like, oh man, they're in need. He's like, oh man, let's solve some. Exactly. Because that's really that's what gets him his natural high. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, which is better than the artificial ones. So I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the other cool things that in this story, I thought was, so you know Holmes is exhausted, so yeah. he's supposed to rest. There's a part in the story where Watson, I think, the officer talking, and Holmes' body goes rigid, mm. eyes roll back in his head, like he collapses, has a fit, and literally all the attention turns to him. Yeah, he did it on purpose. <laughs> like he did that on purpose because he said. He said, Watson, you were starting to go talking about the case that, about details that, like, I didn't want anybody to know yet. <laughs> right. Like, for obvious reasons. Yeah. So, like, I had to draw the attention somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I did. I was like, that's awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know, it's the equivalent of, of just, you know, Watson saying things and he's just, bah! you know, like, yeah. a distraction, you know. A distraction. It, yeah, exactly. Distraction. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Watson, shut up. <laughs> so I said shut up. <laughs> but that was fun. Yeah, that was um, a good one. I think it's time to move on to the oh. giant rats. All the rats. Plural of Sumatra. All right, so we're going to have... Thomas, start us off. 
with his giant rat of Sumatra. And, and who who wrote your book, Tom? Uh, Alan Vanneman. All right. Uh, wrote My Sherlock Holmes and the Giant Rat of Sumatra. In case you have forgotten, since last episode, uh, Mike and I uh, chose the book and then realized there are two books with the exact same name. And so we're doing both of them. Yeah. At the same time. Because we're maniacs. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully you don't uh, you don't stop listening to us. It's true. This. It's our own fault. But, um, it is. So yeah, Alan Vanneman, Giant Rat of Sumatra. I think mine is newer than yours. Yours is an older book, Mike. Mine is from 2002. So. Yeah. Um, uh, and I believe this one is definitely older. Yes. So I would say that it is... Uh, this publisher's fault for not uh, changing the title. That's fair. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let me recap a little bit um, of the previous chapters, and then we'll just go right through what I've read so far. That sounds good to me. Yeah. So, um, Watson is narrating, of course. Sometimes we have to say that because we don't always know. It's true. For sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, we do see that Holmes is um, kind of being a little forceful because uh, Mary has died at this point. Watson's wife, Mary, has died. And um, we see that Watson's relative is coming to visit. Um, and Holmes seems extra anticipatory of, of this visit from uh, Elizabeth. Um, and so Holmes is, is doing things like getting tea and, and, and breakfast and food and stuff for Elizabeth and himself and Watson, um, which is a little strange to Watson, but, um, they're having this food served by Holmes because Holmes is almost seeming like he's up to something because, uh, she tells this story of how, um, she wants Holmes to investigate, uh, and of course, uh, we find out Holmes kind of tells her, hey, look, um, it's all going to blow over, essentially. Uh, go back, you know, and everything will be fine. Lo and behold, she is murdered Whoa. almost immediately. Wow. Yeah, right? Um, I think her, her, her husband has been murdered. I'm sorry, I forgot to, to recap that part. Uh, and in a suspicious way. And had a note that made it seem like a suicide. And now there is, when she's murdered, uh, it's, she also has a note that made it seem like a suicide. Okay. Um, but Holmes is, of course, convinced that neither one of these were suicides. And that there are secret messages in there for Holmes to see. Um, to try to um, decipher. Very mysterious. Very mysterious. Um, so we see Lestrade come in. Um, Holmes is very distraught because he feels like uh, Elizabeth dying is his fault because mm -hmm. he didn't understand the seriousness of the situation right away. Uh, he's also very, again, constantly apologetic to Watson because it seems like, uh, again, this family members of Watson, it seems Mary maybe died uh, rather... Um, recently okay. and so our wounds are fresh with watson um so uh holmes is trying to figure out this code in these notes um holmes is examining the room he doesn't find any clues uh he 
sees this drain pipe that he seems to think something maybe escaped or something. I'm thinking maybe it's a rat, right? Uh, I know, uh, if I remember Mike from yours, uh, your giant rat of Sumatra shows up pretty much right away. Oh, it's a literal rat. Yeah. Like, it's not like uh, a metaphor. <laughs> Uh, I don't know yet at this point in my recap. Um, so they're about to leave when uh, there's a large box that Elizabeth has left for Watson, and they take that. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, as we're moving into Chapter 5, which is this week's chapters, that was the recap, uh, Watson is uh, tasked with booking passage to Singapore, uh, but is overwhelmed with sadness uh, because of the death of of his relatives. Yeah. Uh, the witness they in they interview uh, sends Watson her unpublished novel for him to read, um, which is kind of a weird thing. They they go they they interview this witness. She's like, "Oh, I'll give you all the information you want, but also I have a novel I'm working on. Would you like to read it and maybe send it to your publisher?" Uh, <laughs> Not a good time, I wouldn't say. Uh, Watson also seems to think it's a bit rude of her to do this. And it's called The Giant Rat of Sumatra. <laughs> no, yeah, there's uh, a third one. No. It's a third uh, one. <laughs> it's a book within a book, book within, within a, a book. book within a book. Uh, but Watson, he sits down and he reads this novel. Okay. Uh, and he seems very captivated by the first half. Um, I was reading, because you read it, it sounds like trash to me. Um, <laughs> it, sounds, <laughs> it sounds very... Uh, uh, you know, supermarket paperback dime store style <laughs> novel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so Holmes um, comes back and actually snaps at Watson for a moment okay. uh, because he's mad that Watson is reading a novel instead of um, calling about their trip. Uh, that they're supposed to be booking passage to Singapore on. Okay. Um, and then, of course, Holmes apologizes again. Holmes is acting weird in okay. the story so far, I gotta say. All right. Uh, a lot of snapping. I don't know whether it just <clears throat> seems more than usual because Watson is, is extra sensitive. Right. And maybe as he's writing it, he's being extra sensitive. I'm not sure. Um, Ever since Siliciano, I'm wary of like Holmes acting differently than Holmes usually does. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still I'm still riding that a little bit. Um, it's a trauma response. It is. It trauma is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a bad book. Uh, Holmes <laughs> Holmes then reveals that we have Lord Barrington, the governor of Singapore, uh, who did nothing to help Elizabeth when she asked him to help. Because uh, that's where they were coming from, where her husband was murdered, I believe. Uh, was friends with Professor Moriarty. Okay, well, all right. All right, so I'm reading this and thinking, wow, we're throwing the big guns in here. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I like when Professor Moriarty enters a story, and I also don't like when Professor Moriarty enters a story. Because right. it's interesting, but at the same time, it's almost like a... Uh, what's the word? Um like a cop-out type thing. It's like, right. oh, you're throwing Moriarty in there so we know it's important or something right, like that. Right, 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 yeah. Um, so he was a friends with Professor Moriarty. That's suspicious. Um, and apparently he was also the one who helped Moriarty find homes. And who is this guy now? Really? This is What's Lord happening? Barrington, the governor of Singapore. Okay. Uh, apparently 
during the events of the final problem, uh, when okay. Moriarty confronts Holmes, Lord Barrington allegedly was the one who helped Moriarty find where Holmes was. Okay. All like, right. Okay, so, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it, right? Holmes blames himself again for Elizabeth's death because he knew he said Barrington was behind it, but didn't think Barrington would use violence. So Holmes, <laughs> <laughs> Holmes is immediately, he's like, oh, it's Barrington. Barrington's the one. He did this. Right. Um, I should have known he, I didn't think he would use violence. If he's friends with Moriarty, however, <laughs> wouldn't you think he would use violence? Killer with math problems. Yeah. <laughs> Word problems from elementary school. I guess that's what it was. Border to death. Yeah. So that's weird. Um, Watson and Holmes discuss how expensive and dangerous their trip will be, but they decide they must go to Singapore anyway. A lot of these chapters spend time talking about how expensive things are. Uh, that's not, that's not, that's not a lie. It's, it's, it's in, they, they keep talking about how they don't have a lot of money and, um, they, it's going to be expensive and they take cost cutting measures here and there. I've never oh, read shit. a story oh my gosh. or novel where they talk this much about how expensive or the cost of things. I mean, we've talked about how sometimes Watson has to be the one to remind Holmes to take a paycheck and stuff like yeah. that. But, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember a story where they're like, oh, the bills are due. We we better panhandle for change. Right. We better take a case so we can keep the elected pay Mrs. Hudson. You know, <laughs> Mrs. Hudson. I don't I don't remember those moments. I don't either. <laughs> and so it's kind of weird to is, hear yeah. these these financial woes. What's the name of your book? Uh, Sherlock Cries Poor? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. The, the tax poor? deductions of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> hey! I'm here every week. <laughs> yes. that's, that's a book. That's short story book we're writing. That's it. The tax deductions of Sherlock Holmes. That's so great. Hope you folks like forensic accounting because that's all it's about. <laughs> we listened to grass grow after that. God. Very special episode. That's Very special do. episode. <laughs> that's fantastic. Releases next April. All right. <laughs> next April. Yeah, it's late. I got a million of them. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, this book is boring. <laughs> well, yeah, nothing's that, happening. You had that exciting opener of six weeks of waiting for somebody to arrive. <laughs> That's what it is. They wait for six weeks it's because crazy. she's on a boat from Singapore, and now they're going back to Singapore. Yes, can you imagine if they made this into a movie? <laughs> and they have like the like the opening, like the airplane flying across yeah. the map or the yeah. boat, and it's just like it's crossing like six yeah. times, like a ping pong ball, <laughs> tennis ball, going back and forth, and you're just like, yeah. what's happening? Like, why does it keep it's going been back and forth? Twenty minutes. I don't. <laughs> Nothing's oh, happened what's yet. Happening? It's like they're tracing the same path back and forth. <laughs> anyway, so numbers, numbers. Chapter six gets very riveting. Okay. It's Watson looking for a ship. All right, so Watson is looking for ships, and he finds someone who helped on a battlefield that Watson was on. Okay. All right, so All Watson right, yeah. and old, old old war friends yeah. or whatever. Uh, he says if Watson wants to be a ship's doctor, then he can find something for him in only a few more weeks. 
Okay. Because they can't really afford to to book passage on an actual ship. They have to like work on the ship to get passage to Singapore. You gotta wash dishes in order to get. Well, he's gonna be the doctor, you know. So if a sailor, you know, what's Holmes doing? I don't know. (laughs) I guess it's just. He's a sous chef. Yeah, he's a sous chef. Uh, However, Watson and Holmes are concerned about taking this passage. Okay. Not sure exactly why the book decided to go this way, (laughs) but they're concerned because the captain is black. Yeah, really? They point that out. They do. And that's why they're hesitant? They are hesitant because the captain is black. Yes. Well, that's not a good color on them. That don't look good. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, from this book written in 2002. Yes. Yeah, that's um, very... Uh, yeah, it's, it's... So, that's <laughs> chapter six. <laughs> chapter seven. Uh, there's a lot of more talk about having no money. Holmes and Watson try to investigate the ship and the passengers that were on board when Elizabeth traveled to London. Okay, that makes some sense, right? Yeah. Maybe get to know the people that she may have spent six weeks on a boat with. Yeah, okay. okay. I'm behind them on that. Yeah. The captain and crew let them see the ship, but they're jerks about it. (laughs) Um, So the ship that Elizabeth was on, they're kind of jerks. Because they're like, hey, well, it was a weird scene where they're like, uh, yeah, you can come up anything for the great Sherlock Holmes. And then they like turn the lights off on them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like weird stuff. Well, they're running things close to the wire, too. They say electricity. (laughs) So it's it's very strange. If you want the lights on, it's extra $20. (laughs) So it's kind of like, yeah, we'll let you, but we're going to like, we don't want you here type of thing. I gotcha. Um, so um, while they are in the hold of the ship, Holmes and Watson, something mysterious bites Holmes on the thumb. That sounds big. Yeah. That's fierce. It's very fierce. I'm reading this and I'm picturing... <laughs> Your book from the like this this giant rat six foot tall yeah. rat and I'm like almost like oh I got a splitter or something Mean somebody yeah murdered somebody yeah uh, so Holmes gets bit on the thumb okay very riveting stuff here <laughs> what are they what are they sleeping in the cargo hold <laughs> that's the end of chapter seven <laughs> chapter seven chapter eight Watson. Finishes the novel he was reading. That he got yelled at for yeah, reading. Yeah, okay. nothing like a book about somebody reading another book, right? <laughs> so I'm so just so saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, as soon as he finishes the novel, the girl who gave it to him arrives at Baker Street. What are the odds? odds. Well, they're in Singapore. No, they're not in Singapore yet. Okay. No, they just visited the other boat. Okay. They're still worried about the black about captain. About the black captain. And right. they, yeah, I think they're looking for other things before they commit to that one. That's interesting. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. That's so I'm, I'm saying. Um, That's so, nuts. so, Watson um, 
You're not. It's going to get weirder, Mike. Um, <laughs> Watson, um, the, this 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 girl that comes, she wants to know how he likes the novel and stuff like that. Watson ends up lying about being heroic on the ship that they were on. Uh-huh. Um, she, in a state of, I guess, as the book wants to believe, um, some kind of like womanly swooning she is so taken with his heroic actions that she faints in his arms in watson's arms yes okay and then they sleep together that's quick yeah i've never seen that in the show i haven't either i don't think (laughs) i remember watson sleeping with somebody no Especially with some random sort of client woman case worker. I don't know what's happening. It's, you know, I thought, you know who I thought was there for a minute rather than Watson. Oh, uh, <laughs> Dr. Uh, Dr. Henry Dr. Uh, Vernier. Vernier, yeah, yes. Right? Vernier's there. Who can't keep his eyes or off mind anybody. off any woman that, that arrives in the story. Watson's walking around now with like the top three buttons undone on his shirt. Yes. You know, it's... Uh, and then Holmes walks in on them and says, Ah, I didn't expect this to happen for another week. Walks in and says, well, this is ahead of schedule. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty much what happens. So not only is that a weird scenario, but also showcases how Holmes was, like, really wrong. I, and it was very strange. Right? And that ends chapter eight. So at this point, I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. Also, no rats have entered the story as of this moment. That's the moment. There are no rats. The closest thing to a rat was whatever might have bitten Holmes on the thumb. On, on the thumb. On it didn't the thumb. take the thumb off. That no, it didn't take the thumb it off. It just thumb. bit it on the thumb. bit on the thumb. Yeah. So Holmes has been bitten on the thumb. Watson might be a doctor on a ship. Holmes and Watson are a little bit racist. And Watson is sleeping with sort of a client or something. Yeah. Yeah, whoever... What's the name of the author? Who was this William? Alan Vanneman? I don't think he did his research because they... England abolished abolished uh, slavery like a hundred years before the U.S. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Many decades Uh, before we did. And they're afraid of the black boatmen. It seems that way. That seems very odd to me. Doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't think Vanneman is British. It says in the back of the book, he is the author of many short stories and lives in Washington D.C. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, chapter nine. <laughs> yeah, chapter nine. Uh, Watson con- continues and uh, to see and and enjoy his new girlfriend, um, whose name is Mary. Um, that's a little creepy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has the same name as his late wife, and I. I. I think I've mentioned this before. I don't know why current authors mm-hmm. name characters the same as classically named characters. <laughs> okay. Right? Um, that's dumb. So, <laughs> dumb. so dumb. at this point, I don't know whether... I mean, it has to be on purpose. It's not like the author... Not like Vanneman forgot Watson's wife's name. Right. right? So I have to say it's on purpose. And so maybe we're trying to say Watson is just attracted to her because her name is Mary. 
I don't know. That's creepy no matter which way you slice it, right? I Watson's mean, like, put this wig on. <laughs> yeah, Watson's going to end up working for that weird, uh, whatever his name was in that story we read. Uh, <laughs> right? What was that? I forget what short story that was. Uh, where they asked like the the girl to change her hair, cut her hair. And... Oh, the copper beaches. The copper yeah, beaches. Copper yeah, beaches. yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little bit stuff. too reminiscent of that. Um. So Watson also is very vocal uh, to the reader that he uh. hated her book that she wrote, but she is going to tr- he is going to try to get it published anyway. So at least they're building their relationship on honesty and communication, if nothing else. <laughs> uh, right, God. Yes, honesty, communication, and the name Mary. And hot sex. Got it. Yeah, yeah, and swooning. And, and yeah. swooning. And lies about heroics. What? What is? What's happening to Watson here? This is not the Watson I know. <laughs> this is, at least this one's funny. The white worm was just enraging. <laughs> You're right. You're right about that. This is at least funny. I will give you that. <laughs> uh, so Holmes and Watson depart on the ship. All right. Uh, Watson pines for his new love, who is named after his dead wife, and he uh, uh, goes to work uh, for his, uh, and used to work for his cousin. I'm sorry. Um, I I don't know. That's weird, right? Because the girl used to work for his cousin who died, and his name was his dead wife. It's very weird. Anyway, that's chapter nine. We're going to go through chapter 12 here, folks. All right. So we got three more chapters here. Chapter 10. After examining some um, <laughs> some apes' teeth, there are a bunch of literal um, uh, animal apes on the ship. Okay. Uh, and Holmes decides he needs to examine their teeth uh, because he thinks maybe it was an ape that bit him, I guess. <laughs> I mean... I haven't been bitten by many things in the dark on my thumb, um, but I I would probably imagine that if I mean apes are not small, <laughs> no. right? I mean they're not the not largest animal out An there, ape. but, but <laughs> wouldn't you know if if it was an ape? It'd be missing. <laughs> yeah, it'd be yeah. It wouldn't just take a you know. It wouldn't trim your thumbnail. It probably would take your thumb off, or you'd hear, like, some ape noises or something. <laughs> I don't think they're historically quiet animals, either. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't work at a zoo or anything. <laughs> but I'm just going out on a limb. <laughs> So anyway, they gotta examine these apes' yeah. teeth. Um, the, this it doesn't go well. It makes the apes upset, uh, and the 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 ape trainer or guy who owns I don't know he he they bribe him to check the apes' teeth, uh, <laughs> but then he ends up getting angry because the apes are angry. Um, <laughs> And this is the point where, honestly, I thought oh, they were already man. on the boat, and then then they're not. There, it was like a boat that take them, took them to the boat or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was a shuttle. I'm not a sailor. Just, I'm right? not a so sailor. then they're on the real ship, as I wrote down, and they meet the captain. Um, 
and he puts Watson to work right away. Watson has things to do. Uh, Holmes tells Watson that he had some people um, hired to see if they had been followed without telling him. Well, Holmes does a lot of things without telling Watson this sometimes. Yes. Uh, Watson t- told Holmes that he should trust him more, mm-hmm. but Holmes tells Watson that he, in fact, does trust Watson to always be Watson. And I, I, I kind of like that a little bit, right? Yeah. This is Because I think what Holmes is saying, he's like, look, I don't have to tell you everything because right. I know you're going to react the right and proper way no right. matter what. Yes. And so I do trust you to be the man of upstanding character that you always yeah. are. And I think that's written in, in other books. Yes. Other stories. Like, people yeah. have, have stuck with that. And it's I agree it's 100% true. Like, yeah. He's he's stalwart and very very perceptive. Yeah, and so. um, I I liked it being said outright this time. Yeah, because sometimes we read these stories and even in the canon, and sometimes I feel bad for Watson. Like, why doesn't Holmes just fill him in on what's happening? You know, yeah. he's always dressing up in weird disguises and playing tricks on Watson at the bar. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, and like weird stuff, right? And it's like poor Watson. He's like Holmes. Why didn't you tell me? You know. And, and and I guess this is a reason why Holmes, because he doesn't need to. He yeah. knows Watson's going to do the right thing. Um, That's I, I was a good way of putting it. I liked that. Yeah. Um, all right, that was chapter 10. Chapter 11. This is very short. Holmes and Watson eat dinner with the captain in chapter 11. Um, <laughs> chapter 12. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the captain seems very nice. And after dinner, Holmes and Watson talk about Holmes' deductions about the captain's past. They're trying to figure out what kind of past the captain has, you know. I see. Um, that's pretty much child. Not a lot happens in chapter 11. Chapter 12. Here we go. Holmes and Watson come to see how the captain's Islamic faith pl- put, uh, places plays into his uh, duty of running the ship day to day. Who they're afraid of. Yes. Well, I, I don't think they are anymore. They were, they were hesitant, mm-hmm. but now they they know him a little bit, and they're probably, they may be suspicious, perhaps, because they're suspicious of everybody, I think. But, <laughs> but uh, at this point, it seems like they, they're like, oh, well, you know, we're seeing he, you know, he has an Islamic faith, and, and you know, they're seeing how it plays into yeah. things, and they're kind of respecting him for that, I think. And, okay. Um now Watson does ends up doing a tremendous job of fixing up a wounded sailor in the middle of the night. Uh, this is actually a pretty cool scene. Uh, it's a very intense scene okay. uh, of this sailor getting hurt uh, and uh, then waking Watson up in the middle of the night and him having to come and um, stitch him up and 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 you know on spur of the moment with whatever he kind of just has and uh, it really showcased Watson's talents as a physician. Because as we know, he does not showcase those talents at home at his practice. No, so he does not. this is it was nice to say, Oh, Watson does know a thing or two, if only he did it more often, but um here he is oh, only working to get a free ticket on a ship. Um it's, it's a... but he does do a good job there. Holmes tells Watson that his investigation has led him to believe that the company that Elizabeth's husband who was murdered and thought to be a suicide that he worked for was really a secret slave trade 
This is like listening right? to a soap opera. <laughs> um, also, Holmes thinks Lord Barrington is about to release some kind of plague. Dude, man, there's a lot happening, and there's still no sign of a rat. Yeah, and that's what I wrote. And I, I said, eventually, I guess there will be a rat. That's how that chapter 12 ends. So, that's as far as I got in uh, Vanaman's Giant Rat of Sumatra. Uh, I am almost halfway through the book, and no rat has been sighted. Maybe it bit Holmes on the thumb. Possibly. Could have been an ape? I don't know. An ape. <laughs> this is a weird book. It sounds like it, man. Uh, it went from really boring to really weird, and mm -hmm. I guess things happened. I don't know what any of them meant or why. Right. But at least things began to happen, because I was getting tired of chapters just being about, let's wait another six weeks, let's wait two weeks, let's wait three weeks. I was just waiting. <laughs> um, which is not riveting storytelling. It's not riveting opinion. storytelling. So, I mean, I'm interested to see what happens. The next chapter is called A Strange Turn, so hopefully something happens. And yeah. it's not just about, like, someone whose last name is Strange, like, makes a left or something like that, <laughs> because that's also possible with the way this book is going. But I am excited, yeah. however, to hear what happened in your version of the oh. giant rat of Sumatra. Oh, boy. Please. Yes. I wait with bated breath. Bated breath. Uh, so does the rat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, a, uh, I will do a brief recap as well. Um, first three chapters of the story. Um, unlike Tom's, which starts out <laughs> uneventful. Yeah. Um, we start out with a body on a pavement. It's already more exciting than anything that has happened uh, yeah. in that book. Um, the, the body on the pavement and on Baker Street. So like, this is like walking it's distance. Outside their home. Outside yeah. their house. So they go out to go for the stroll. Um, no ID on the guy. No indication of who he is. Um, but he has tattoos of various types. So... It's determined that he's a sailor named Raymond Jennard. And somebody obviously wanted him dead. Oh. Uh, he was killed probably on the rooftop and then thrown from the rooftop into public. Oh. Yes. Somebody sent him a message. Yeah. So you have that kicking us off. So there's what is going on with this man? <laughs> um they determined that he was on his on his way to see Holmes, um, and his boat his his boat just got in. Right. So it's it's obviously something that was very important uh, for him to rush there and see Holmes, um, but dies on the way. Right. In the meantime, across town, there's a warehouse on fire, um, blazing, and it also consumes a few apartment units, which oddly enough. One of them is Raymond Jennards. Ah, yes. So, is it's a it's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, one notable thing in in this book is that Watson, when they get to the scene of this fire, it's huge. It's a warehouse fire. 
it, for a moment, Watson's taken the scene, and then he goes, wait, I can help. Because mm. I'm a doctor. And just, boom, goes to wherever he's needed most, and is they're there for hours while he does that. You know who wouldn't do that, Tom? Henry Vernier. Henry Vernier. Think he would run well. away and get vertigo or something and yeah. pass out. Yeah. Yep. Henry Vernier would not do that. No. Uh, the uh, they're there for quite a few hours, um, and then Watson. Watson sees a mother. By the building, and comes over to get her, and she's holding her baby, who uh, did not make it. Oh, yeah, that's L- little sad. yeah, little Abby, and. This really puts Watson in a horrible state. Yeah. Um, he's devastated. And this becomes a a personal investment now into this case. Mm. Because Watson says to the woman, I believe, we're going to find out. We're going to find out what happened. Um, f- and basically find your daughter's killer. Cause yeah. Or did this killed your daughter? So that's the that's the setup for the first three chapters. Um, we have the introduction of John Sampson, who is um, a shipmate of Genard's, and he comes and fills Holmes in on things that happened during the voyage mm. um, that were suspicious. Uh, you have three. You had three guests that came aboard. First one was a Reverend Ripley. Um, and he had with him a Mr. Jones. And then, um, I believe, a, a Malaysian crony? <laughs> <laughs> like a little hunchback guy, kind of kind of crazy and All wonky. Right. All right. Um, so they're passengers on their ship. Uh, the Matilda Briggs. The Reverend starts to not seem like he's a Reverend. Oh. So, he gains passage back to England uh, on the ship. They make a pit stop for him so he can check in on his old parish before they they shove off. Um, So, they go and do that, and then the whole crew is treated to several barrels of rum <laughs> from Reverend Ripley. <laughs> Everybody drinks themselves stupid, <laughs> pass out, and that's when they smuggle this crate with a giant rat in it. Oh, put down a hold. So that's right? how it comes about. So Samson and and Gennard are. Watching this happen, um, Samson doesn't drink real heavy, right? So he didn't pass out, um, and I guess Jenner did not as well. Yeah, and he's the one that came and got Samson. So like, you need to see this. Yeah, like something's going on. Um, and the w- chapters one through three close out with um, a sailor being mauled. Oh, um, and you know. Holmes and Watson and Lestrade go onto the ship. Um, it's in it's in dock. 
and they're exploring it and not finding much. It's deserted. Yeah. And normally there'd be people on it. It's completely deserted. Um, and they find the remnants of the room that um, Samson described. Um, it smelt like animal, mm. for sure. And lying in the middle of the room is the captain. Oh. Mauled to death. Whoa. Uh, very mauled to death. Yeah. Um, I believe the words were that his neck was almost, his head was almost severed from his neck. Like, oh. it was a mauling. Yeah. And they could see that there was definitely teeth marks. Right. So, he got bit on the thumb. <laughs> Metaphorically. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> um, it's a little bit more violent than, than uh, the, the bite on the finger. So you've got two. The body count is two now. Mm. Um, and Holmes does his investigating of the room. Yeah. You know, candle, tallow, um, everything he can observe. Yeah. So th- that's that's the first three chapters. Uh, it's very intense. Okay. Um, a lot happening. Yeah. There is a literal rat. Well, that's um, more than I got. A big. Oh, I know. <laughs> a big rat. I feel so bad, Tom. I really do. Like, I, I, it's like I feel like the kid that comes home from school, and it's like we had so much cool stuff, and you're like the stay-at-home mom that's completely burnt out, and you're like. I well, want to do that. We did wait for six weeks. We did. It's true. And we then another two. Weeks. Yeah. It is true. <laughs> um, but uh, that's that's the first three chapters. All right. So the, the, the table is kind of set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm covering chapters four and five this evening. Okay. All right. Um. Chapter four is a lot of information gathering. Okay. Um, Holmes and Watson go into the uh, saloon, the the Binnacle Tavern, the Binnacle Binnacle Bar, Mm. Um, and they stop in there to get a beer and a a sandwich. Okay. Meanwhile, there's a whole bunch of sailors in there. (laughs) Um, One in particular, Red Scanlon, who actually was... Uh, actually, challenged, fought Sherlock Holmes before. Okay. As a boxer. Oh. But he doesn't recognize what, uh, yeah. Sherlock Holmes. So they kind of rekindle, and he's like, oh, I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> so they get to talking and trying to glean information about the ship, um, where, where are the people at, right. so and so forth. So the, uh, the gentleman's name was Red Scanlon. I don't know if I included that. Um, but he sits there talking with them for quite a bit. Um, let me see. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Yeah, so he's... Uh, Scanlon's kind of like the... The big bad sailor yeah. that like everybody else kind of like gets quiet, listens to yeah. like, when he speaks. So he has he has some clout, he has some pool. Um, just 
uh, looking through the text here. Um, yeah, the, the, it, it's fun how Holmes like makes himself known. Yeah. Um, it's Lestrade himself and Watson. Um, Lestrade arrested Sampson. Uh. Um, upon suspicion of the death of okay, um, yeah, they um, it's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of ruckus going on. Uh. You know, these sailors are talking, doing their thing, and Holmes just sits there and says, "Bully, bully, <laughs> uh, basher." It basically says like his boxing name. Right. Um, and, and who he fought. Bully Boy Rasher. And he just says it clearly from the doorway. Yeah. And, like, everything stops. Yeah. Scanlon comes over. Because, like, he still can't see who it is. Um, when he finds out, like, they sit down. Um, you know, and they do a lot of talking together. Um, he's given him information uh, about the things that are going on. And they have a... A pretty nice conversation about that. Um, and then about John Sampson. Everybody thought John Sampson was a great guy. I don't know why he's in jail. Wouldn't have done anything like that. So, that's pretty much chapter four. Okay. Um, chapter five, they try to hunt down this Reverend Ripley. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they use tracking dogs, which Nip and Tuck is their names. Okay. So, <laughs> and they get on the scent and lose it once or twice, but then yeah. they pick it back up again. The, these dogs, I can just picture them, they're adorable. Two bloodhounds, <laughs> it's adorable. Um, so they're following this cart that was purchased from... A livery. Right. Close by. And they're trying to follow the trail with Nip and Tuck using their <laughs> noses. Um, and they go all over the city um, to a point where they they follow the trail all the way back to the Binnacle where they met Red Scanlon. Okay. So they're trying to figure out why that is. And then it occurred to Holmes. Um, he said, this guy's been hunting us. Mm. He's been stalking me while I'm trying to stalk him. <laughs> All <laughs> so right. That's, that's kind of where that ends. Mm. Um, the beginning of this book, they mention a case involving the Alistairs. Okay. The missing daughter. It's starting to seem like those two cases are going to combine. Yeah. Is really what it sounds like. Okay. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see that. Yeah. Um, have two storylines going on. Yeah. Um, but we we know that there is, there is, <laughs> most assuredly, a, a, rat. a rat. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited for that. Yes. Um, definitely a nice. Well, can I speak about my book? I guess. That's 
awesome, <laughs> awesome change compared to the White Worm. Yeah. Um, it's very, very high octane, right from the jump, <laughs> which really captivates you. Um, in Tom's case, he's he's got to wait two months. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. It's better than the White Worm. Yes. It's <laughs> very true. Nobody's wearing green every chapter, you know, in the hopes that I don't pick up, you know, yeah. what's going on. I'm not so. picking up on what's happening. Yeah. No, I, I'm, listen, as soon as a rat shows up, I know this book is going to get better. Has to, right? Yeah, has to, right? Yeah. Stands the to rat's going to show up and say, excuse me, can you wait four weeks before, you know, I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope you get your rat soon. Yeah, Tom. me too. Uh, I really do. Um, meantime, we're going to wonder why, uh, try to figure out why Holmes and Watson were afraid of a, an a, 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 a black person yeah, at the I, helm of the ship. Yeah, I don't get that part. It's a weird inclusion. It's a very weird inclusion. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, to the point where it, it makes me wonder, was that included? Because, well, maybe that's how that's felt. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, we 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 try not to judge here, folks. Um, on uh, on iHeart Sherlock. Yeah. Um, but some things do seem odd, and we talk about them and try to understand them better. Yeah, it's not like it's a true story that right. you know you include a weird detail because it's true. They had to make that one up. Yeah, and they chose to put that in there, and cool. I'm confused about it. Uh, maybe yeah. it'll come into play later. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine in what way, but yeah, it's um, we're off to an interesting start. Absolutely. Um, oh, one thing I, I that's what I wanted to add. So there's a, I did mention that. About the two cases. Yeah, how they're kind of so, intertwined. And I think that's be, what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Um, which will be really cool. Yeah. To see how that goes. Um, but I, I think uh, it's interesting so far. Yeah. Uh, the giant rats of Sumatra, <laughs> plural, are, will be keep on discussing for the next few weeks, folks. Yes. Um. And we'll see how that goes. <laughs> it's the first time we're both we're discussing books totally different uh, that the other's reading. Yeah. We we won't let that happen again. Yes, uh, we absolutely will not let we'll that happen. We'll compare again. authors. Next <laughs> yeah, <time. laughs> we'll check authors each time. Make sure, look, you got the right book. I got the right book <laughs> uh, before we start. So, but um, I think uh, it's good to be back. Absolutely, I've missed doing it. So, hopefully, yeah. you guys have missed us and uh, are glad to have us back yeah uh and again if you're happy to see us again uh dm (laughs) us message us on instagram please please all right let us know what you think what you feel like we said hey maybe you think we're bums tell us you know what i mean or maybe (laughs) maybe there's a book that you hate and you want us to you us to hate on it too maybe you found a third version of the giant rat of sumatra yeah there you go and you've been reading that instead and are really confused we want to know about it we want to know about it (laughs) uh yeah i agree i agree please please message us (laughs) they'll make us happy we were talking about this before earlier we're just like yeah we don't get any messages from anybody yeah we're Uh, lonely now uh 
It's just we're, we love to hear from people. Yes. Uh, without a doubt. We're all fans. We want to enjoy this together. Yeah. It, yeah, absolutely. And it's, we just want to be able to enjoy it together um, without conflict. And that's, that's always the goal. Yes. Um, just as a closing remark on a personal level, um, I, uh, I deal with a couple mental health issues, uh, myself. Um, I do see a therapist, um, I do take medications, but, um, for anybody out there that is afraid to go to counseling or afraid to go see a doctor, you don't need to be afraid. Um, those people are there to help you, to help us. And especially being able to talk to somebody, it allows you to work out those feelings and things you have inside of you that necessarily being kept inside wouldn't, wouldn't be dealt with. Um, but with a therapist, you can speak freely. You don't need to feel embarrassed. Um, you can bounce things off of them. Say, hey, this is how my day went and I felt X, Y, and Z. Um, It's so important for self-care. And I've learned that through my own experiences. um, That you need to take care of yourself. Um, Especially for people out there that are taking care of others. Maybe you're a nurse. Maybe you are a home health care aide. um, Or just a family member trying to help another family member. you got to take care of yourself or else you won't be able to help take care of other people. So just, um, yeah, if you're out there and you don't know what to do, just seek out some help. Um, if you have insurance, read the back of your insurance, call the number on the back of your insurance card, um, and your help desk will probably be able to tell you to go to their portal, and you'll be able to find which doctors in the area take your insurance. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so please do that. Uh, that's one of the things I've been wrestling with for the past month and a half, uh, why one of the reasons why we haven't been on, um, in addition to just, you know, scheduled conflicts, Tom had a lot going on, but, um, this is a topic that's close to my heart, um, because I, for a while, didn't say anything to anybody, um, kept things locked away, and that didn't help anybody. So, yeah, that's that. Um, looking forward for next week, mm-hmm. um, or, or I should say the next episode, uh, when we continue with our our, our dual stories, uh, and moving on to the crooked man, crooked man, yes, for our short story from the original canon. So uh, catch up if you're not caught up. Yes. Uh, if you are caught up, l- listen to some of the back catalog. Yeah. Uh, please share, subscribe, like. Um, Tom and I want to hear hear some hear from more of you. Yes. And. Want you to hear more of us. And if you see us out in the field, like uh, Mike, Mike Experience, yeah. right? Say hey. Yeah, please say hello. Um, and uh, our autographs, we don't charge that much. So. No, I don't think so. No. So what is it? Uh, I think it's zero. And I don't think we charge anything. Oh, yeah, I guess that's what it is. That's, yeah. 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 So, yeah, we, uh, head sh- we will sign headshots for free, folks. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, make, it really makes us feel encouraged knowing that you guys enjoy what we do. Um, and that's what it's about. Uh, just trying to share the love of Sherlock Holmes, spread the love of Sherlock Holmes, uh, and just be able to enjoy that, the fellowship that comes from that. Absolutely. Uh, so we will see you folks next time for episode 16, uh, next time. 
Have a good one, guys. Have a good week. Thank you, everybody, for joining us once again for iHeart Sherlock Podcast. You could be doing anything with anybody anywhere right now, but you've decided to take your hard-earned free time and stop by and listen to Tom and I uh, chew the fat about some Sherlock Holmes stories. We're so glad that you joined us today. We're looking forward to next time, where we'll continue having a good time sleuthing together. Yes, sir. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, and please click and like uh, and subscribe on Spotify uh, and coming soon to other podcast platforms.